<laughs> just know that at some point you might have to get a new vet. Or really commit to doggy style. <laughs> Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. I'm Kira. And I'm Griff. Welcome back, petty people. Petty criminals. How's it going, everyone? Mm-hmm. Kira. Hi. How are you? It's always so good to see you. I'm good. How was your weekend? Ah, my weekend was good. My one update that I have for all of you (laughs) is that Elizabeth Olsen saw her at Ralph's. Oh. She drives a Prius. Wow. How much do we love that? She's so relatable. Celebrities, they're just like us. No, but just to be quietly in your private life driving a Prius. (laughs) Yeah. I love you. I could kiss you. Literally quietly because Priuses are quite quiet. They're quite quiet. Oh, cool. She was at Ralph's? Yes. She's so talented. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, she has a new show coming out that I'm excited to watch. Me too. Because my friend produced or wrote on the Hulu equivalent of that story. Yes. Yeah, and so it'll be interesting to compare the two. Yes, it will. What's yeah. new with you? Not much. It was a pretty, this past week was quite busy. Um, just getting back to the fall, our industry always kind of picks up right now. Mm-hmm. I had a cool photo shoot with a local LA designer on Sunday. Yeah, how did that go? It went really well. The team was really cool. The photographer is super talented. I ended up getting naked for <gasps> my final shot with them. Yeah. Did they compensate you <laughs> appropriately? I was well compensated, if you get what I mean. No, uh, no, they did for sure. And it was it was a creative choice. And I knew that they would do it, you know, tastefully. And it was it was not full frontal. I was like from the side. It, but it's a t-shirt company. Yeah. So were you wearing a t-shirt and then they saw like half of your ass? <laughs> I was kind of straddling a box in my birthday suit, and I had the t-shirt dripping from my hand. I will eventually be posting these photos. You will? Yeah, because I saw they had the uh, the playback playing as I was shooting, which is always helpful. And the shots look, I think, pretty good. So we'll see what they look like post. post but edit, you but. were paid very well for this. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was I was paid well. And I, I'm comfortable. And Did you know there would be nudity going into this? No, but I will say. That's n- crazy to me. So, yeah, yeah. To me, that is insane. <laughs> Criminal or minimal? Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like I, I. I think doing the film I just did and having those sex scenes and that literal full frontal scene that will be coming out, I think just gave me a new kind of perspective on doing that type of work in front of the camera. And but I, you should still know going into it. Maybe. I mean, they pulled me aside before we did it and talked about the images they had seen of me and proposed ah. it. So they it wasn't like a, okay, Kira, now uh, take your pants off. They like pulled me aside and had kind of a one-off meeting and asked if I'd be comfortable doing it because they thought that it would really elevate the campaign that I was shooting for. So I, I think, well, for one, I am a prude. <laughs> and two, I think just as a woman, mm-hmm. the idea of being on a shoot and then pulling me aside during the shoot mm-hmm. and going, we're thinking for this next one, you'll be naked, yeah. is so wildly yeah, yeah. far outside of the realm of possibility. Totally. It's just interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And I guess the I don't have that perspective and... Uh, that is interesting. I guess it would be a little bit it different. It would be insane. They, insanely different. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I mean, just to close that off, like they were respectful about it. I think the shots will look amazing. And honestly, we've joked about it. It's nothing that I haven't posted on Instagram before. Um, if anything, this looks better and it's not just me thirst trapping people. <laughs> it's for like an actual <laughs> campaign. So now you can professionally thirst trap. Oh, God. Wow. The weapon I now wield. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've talked about my naked body. (laughs) (laughs) And Elizabeth Olsen's um, Prius. Wow, what an opening. (laughs) 
our listeners are uh, hopefully excited. They're hitting that 15 second forward <laughs> button over yeah. and over and over. Which I, I've started listening to podcasts now starting I, now that we've started doing this and uh, I definitely fast forward through some stuff. So, so. anyway, curse naked. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is wholesome. I am presenting our case today. Mm-hmm. And this is an interesting one. It was technically submitted by someone I know, but we have obviously changed the name, which we do anyways, but I just reassured them that it, that it has been. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite low stakes. I think it, it's really funny and pretty, uh, pretty petty, which I, you know, two core themes of what we do here. Mm-hmm. Is it technically a non-crime? <laughs> it is very technically a non-crime. Yeah, it it couldn't good. be further from illegal, except maybe... <laughs> Well, I'll let you judge, okay. you know, but no, this person could not be like arrested by actual police people. <laughs> this story came to me. So I'll be, I'll be writing it from my perspective. Cause I, I heard it while I was in a hot tub with my friends a few weeks ago. Okay. Not um, at the photo shoot. Not at the photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're going to be taking on the protagonist's point of view. Uh, kind of. I'll be taking on my point of view as I was absorbing it in the hot tub, literally processing it. And at the end of the story with my friends, looking at my friend who was telling it and being like, you know, I, this, this, this is gold for me, right? <laughs> and they understood. So let's dive in. So those involved, John, we're going to call him John, the protagonist. Okay. And then Alex is John's partner. Okay. Two men, my favorite. <laughs> and then also for consideration, John's in-laws. So Alex's parents. Gotcha. This crime occurred kind of, a, I mean, it started in 2020 okay. and it's been ongoing. So I came, come, uh, came to learn. I'll begin now. <laughs> Hi, Kira. It's Griff. Love the show. At this point with our show, I know that we have at least tens of listeners and that our inbox is overflowing with amazing petty crime submissions. Most days we mine that inbox for stories to tell our, for each episode, But today is not one of those days. Today, I will be retelling a story that I was recently told firsthandedly. A story that made me giggle, one that made me gay gasp multiple times, and one that made me shame the protagonist a little bit. Okay, I know you've already told me that the people's names are John and Alex, but I'm sweating thinking that somehow this is going to be about me. (laughs) Uh, Let's stop here. And I promise you this is not. Could you imagine? I just roast you. With like, with, with fake names. I'm John. Alex is Alex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, this email. I can't. Ooh, you're you're the submitter. Okay, this is amazing. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. I promise it's not you. <laughs> this is a story about movies and about pet peeves. Mm. Two subjects that I know that we can talk at length about. Mm-hmm. I'll begin. Okay, <laughs> I said you it keep again. saying I will begin. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling a story. <laughs> A few weeks ago, I was invited to a summer barbecue and game night. My friends John and Alex are a recently married couple, and they were the ones hosting us. Mm -hmm. They're fun, driven, smart, and thoughtful, fantastic people. No wonder they're friends with you. All three of us are people who grew up in the country and have found our way back to L.A. Where did you grow up? At this point, our listeners are well aware that I grew up on a small farm. (laughs) So these types of country-turned-city people are some of my favorites Mm. because generally we have very similar approaches to life. Mostly. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) 
The day had turned to evening, and we all climbed in the hot tub to relax. How many? Two, four, five. So, yeah, two couples and me, which is the story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, a few of us had had an edible. Just for context. And yes, as though somebody had just asked. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like any typical L.A. conversation, someone referenced a movie and something that they were talking about. I forget what specific movie it was, so let's just say that it was Pulp Fiction. Cool. A movie that many people have seen since it came out and one that's considered a modern classic, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That specific conversation winded down, but I noticed that my friend John was still giggling to himself. Why are you giggling, I said to him. He says, "Uh, it's funny because that's one of the movies I tell people I've seen, even though I haven't. The rest of us paused for a second, a bit confused, looked at each other briefly, before I followed up with, what do you mean you you tell people you've seen it? He goes, it's just one of those movies that most people have seen, but I haven't. So I just tell them that I have. The rest of us exchange glances again, equally curious. Okay, wait, so you lie to people about having seen it? Why not just tell them you haven't seen it? Now, at this point, John senses us getting more interested and goes, ah, never mind, forget about it. But now we're all very curious, and I was sensing something potentially petty coming to a boil in that hot tub. Mm-hmm. So I didn't let it go. <laughs> in fact, I doubled down. Griff on an edible, like <laughs> bullseye. Yeah, <laughs> intensely staring at him. I need to get to the bottom of this. And I did. Uh, no, 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 no. Now you have to explain this, I say. Why not just admit that you haven't seen the movie? He continued to say, just forget about it. It doesn't matter. But now the rest of the group wanted to hear his explanation as well, so they chimed in with some assisted pressure. And he finally gave in. He sighed and then he said, It's just one of those movies that people get dramatic about when you admit to not having seen it. You say, Oh, I actually haven't seen that. And they go, What? You haven't seen that? Mm. And I think it's really annoying when people do that, he says. Now, we all start giggling because we can kind of relate to how annoying that is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John goes, see, isn't that annoying? Sensing us starting to side with him a bit, he then dives a bit deeper. Oh, no. (laughs) Everyone's like just starting to join his side. He's like, and you know what else I do? Literally, that's what this is like the story arc of it. It was so weird. Okay. He goes, it started during quarantine. We, meaning him and his husband, Alex, Mm -hmm. who was also in the hot tub with us, by the way. Right. Spent a lot of time at Alex's parents' house. And they love watching movies. But like... Their preferred types of movies, he says. So they'd always reference one, and if I admitted to not having seen it, both of her parents would go, We have to watch it. Exactly. They'd go, What? You You haven't haven't seen seen that? (laughs) Was there a we have to watch it? Not only that, but they'd demand that we watch that movie that night. Oh my God, when you watch a movie with people and they're like looking at you like, hee hee, like, do you like it so far? <laughs> yeah, they're like, like watch you. They're watching you watch the movie and you're like, okay. Which I'm guilty of doing. but You we, do love doing that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> they'd force us to sit down with them that night and watch it. Kind of, kind of endearing. Yeah, parents. Kind of endearing. Really kind of sweet. They want to like share the... Ugh, yeah, anyway. exactly. Okay, sorry. Also kind of not. <laughs> <laughs> To make matters worse, they'd often fall asleep before it was even halfway done. This happened multiple times, where we'd be forced to sit through one of their favorites, and let me tell you, her dad loves old westerns. Oh, wow. That's... 
It's a commitment. That's a specific kind of genre. Mm-hmm. But here's the kicker, he says. <laughs> Whenever they hadn't seen one that we loved, they wouldn't be at all eager to sit down and watch it with us. Well, what kind of movies were they picking? <laughs> Ones that I guess our generation likes more. <laughs> so it was totally one-sided. So eventually, when they would bring up a movie that I know I hadn't seen, I'd pretend to have seen it uh. to avoid all of that. And finally, he says, and now I kind of do it anytime anyone brings <laughs> up a movie that I haven't seen. Okay, wow. Just to avoid the drama. The rest of us all have our mouths open, simultaneously smirking and giggling. His husband, Alex, is just shrugging across from me, giggling along. I break the giggles by saying, you know I'm going to have to use this on petty crimes, right? <laughs> and so that brings us here today. Who's guilty here? Is it John? Is it his in-laws? Is it people in general who react like this? Anyways, I really love the podcast, but I'm biased. <laughs> XOXO. Griff. Griff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was such a small, interesting story. I wish you could have been there. It was so bizarre. And I will say, my friend John, he's just, this is just normal. These little lies that he now tells in his life about mm. the specific instance to avoid the specific reaction, he has no qualms with. Wow. Yeah. He's a very, like, particular... If A leads to B, then... Yeah, hmm. then let's solve the equation to get rid of C. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. exactly. So we'll dive deeper into this, but I have, a, I have a question to kind of kick things off. Hit me. Kira, what's your biggest pet peeve? Because this was apparently one of his, right? And I actually have another very good friend, his name's Pat, who hates when people do this. When they haven't seen something or when you haven't seen something and people like just act so dramatically because they've seen it and they love it. So obviously you've had to see it, right? Mm. What's your biggest pet peeve, would you say? Gum chewing. <gasps> Why? Mm, somebody put gum in my hair <laughs> when I was little on the walk home from school. These are, this is why I ask why, Kira, because if I let it stay at just gum chewing, that's fine. But when I say why, stories like that comes up. So someone put gum in your hair? Yeah, on the walk home from school. <laughs> oh, God. You in school and school buses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like gum chewing. I don't like when people say the word skit when they mean sketch. Oh, is there a difference? Yeah, a skit is what happens at a summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> a sketch is what happens on stage in Hollywood? A sketch is what happens when comedians write something and it's a sketch but then i also oh. don't like vice versa when somebody calls something a sketch and it's not okay oh i'm gonna have to be mindful of what i say because i don't know that i know the difference if you're well. talking about my shit no no <laughs> it's just, art no just assume sketch okay yeah okay yeah. got it um okay, that makes kind of sense. it's honestly very similar but not from like elementary school trauma reasons okay i hate hearing people chew Oh, yes. This yes. is why you don't like going to the movies with me. <laughs> no, I've told you. It, you're, you don't chew loud. You don't chew the popcorn loudly. <laughs> you fish for it loudly. <laughs> <laughs> it's my little bear paw. Yeah, it's like a cat playing with a noisy toy. Yeah. And just one of the more s- supposed to be quiet environments, right? Yeah. But no, it's like, and I get self-conscious over it myself. Like when I'm chewing or like we're at like a private dinner at my home or something, and I'll, I'll put music on so you don't have to hear me chew. Wow. I get very self-conscious about it. And I get physically kind of angry when I hear other people chewing. Mm. It, my friend April, I don't know if she listens to this. Love you, April. Love you, April. She and I worked 
at Bain together, we started as basically interns and <laughs> the loudest chewer I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so she, she sends me videos on Instagram of like people who also side with me, but that is for sure my biggest pet peeve. I think probably followed by like, uh, please and thank yous. Oh yeah. Yeah. Courtesy. Um, correct. Yeah. But like specifically for me, petty wise, it's, I don't want to hear you chewing. Yeah. It just really aggravates me. Wow. Yeah. Second question. Okay. And I'm curious if you have any questions for context. Do you find yourself react? Like what's your favorite movie? Um, and if someone hasn't seen it, would you react like John's in-laws were reacting? Yes. My favorite movie is Princess Bride. And if you hadn't seen it, I would like go grab, I'd go grab the old <laughs> DVD player and I'd fire up that movie. And would you go, you haven't seen that? Yeah, I would. Oh yeah. I would, because I believe in it with all of my heart, and I love it so much, and I believe that anyone I love will love it, too, and I've never been wrong yet. And you'll sit them down and make them watch it with you and watch them while they watch? Uh, I'm not a huge movie rewatcher. I would oh. I would probably... Uh, and I know you love to rewatch movies. I like to rewatch scary... No, you're right, period. If I love a movie and it did something for me, yeah. but particularly, I will say, scary movies, sci-fi but really scary movies. I think it's so fun to, to watch my friends get scared. Yeah. I'm a prankster. I like doing that. I love, I, I, it's a cool emotion and it's like interesting to watch people yeah. react to stuff like that. Cause it's a very unique experience, scary movies. Mm. But I, I mean, there's so many movies out there. I get really, and Sam, it's like when you're scrolling through Netflix or whatever to watch something and you take just as long as the movie lasts to pick what you're going to watch because there's so many options. Yes. So I get a little anxious rewatching something, knowing that I could spend an hour and a half to, to like watch another movie that I haven't seen. Totally, totally. So I feel that. Yeah. Any questions about the scene? I mentioned I was an unedible, so. <laughs> no, I don't have any questions about like the hot tub scenario. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get how this happened. It's funny how it came about. I'm glad. I'm glad that John admitted it. I've got more questions about the, like, at the in-laws during COVID situation. I think I can maybe answer a few, but, I mean, our listeners are well aware that we live in the hypothetical here. But, yeah, yeah. what are your questions? Because in-laws during How quarantine. How long were they there? Oh, great question. They split time between where they both live. They were gone. So... They were gone for about five months collectively from Los Angeles. So maybe we can assume they were here two and a half hours? Months. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they just visited for a few hours. No, for sure. Two Long and a half. see one movie. <laughs> yeah. That one movie. No, they were there for about two and a half months. I can answer that. So, I mean, I'm sure you love your in-laws. Coincidentally, Alex is also your partner's name. Yeah. This is not about you. Let me remind you. Yeah, two and a half months during quarantine, during 2020 yeah. pandemic with your in-laws. A fascinating choice. Yeah. I mean, spending time with anyone long, you pick up on what they what what's great about them, but you also like, oh, yeah. that's annoying to live with sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think also just to pull it back, when somebody insists on watching a movie and then fall, promptly falls asleep, that's a wild. Yes. I personally, not to toot my own horn, but I do believe I have a specific strength, which is I hashtag know myself. And I sort of softly excuse myself from the picking process because I love to sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to choose because I know I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I'm not. I'm not about to be like, hey, everybody, like you and me, we're about to watch this silent movie musical. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> yep. 
Well, that's, an, I mean, a, another great point. Like John's in-laws, Alex's parents are forcefully making them sit down and watch. In, the, in the sweetest, most lovely way. But yep. Yes. But I mean, I don't particularly love old Westerns. Me neither. As a genre. Me neither. Um, I don't see myself reflected in them as Griff and I, whatever. Yeah. So if someone were to, and this has happened before, I have a very good friend, Kevin, I am going to call you out, who he doesn't make me sit down and watch movies, but he'll get excited about like ending the night, which is always a warning sign for me because it is sleepy time, like coming home from a bar and turning on a movie. Mm. And it's always like one that I'm excited to watch with him, a scary movie that I want to watch and react to, a quiet place, for instance, like we've started and had to stop, I think five times because he falls a fucking sleep during it. <laughs> And it's just. Why does he want to keep doing this movie post game? I'm at a point where I'm like, no, it's. I love movie watching so much that it like, it is not fun for me when I when I'm up by myself watching it. Yeah. So he's guilty of doing that, but Mm. yeah, I I mean that's a great point because his in laws are, I think, very forcefully making them watch these very particular types of movies and then clocking out. Loving forcefully, lovingly, (laughs) like trying to share something that they love. Totally. Yeah, and then they're knocking out because they're boomers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's late. It's 9 p.m. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? It's 6.30. That's true. They're exhausted. So, like, on one end, and I'm sure this will play out more, uh, I kind of see John's point. Like, the situation keeps happening to a result that's not very fun, mm. but maybe they're still persistent in doing it kind of week over week. Yep. Working a lie into that equation, a little white lie not illegal, kind of solves for that, no? Well, I'm ready to give a verdict. I think I think we're at that point. Cool. Uh, there are a few people we need to tick through. Ooh, that would be great. Shall yes. we, let's go through the list. <clears throat> let's start with the protagonist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we finish with him? No, no, let's go. Okay. John. Yep. Is John guilty? And there's two parts to John's verdict. So part one, is John guilty of lying to his in-laws about movies that he hasn't seen to avoid the situation we've talked about. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, you want to expand on that? Well, yes, I would. <laughs> You're staying with these people for two and a half months. You need to find a sustainable way <laughs> to have a movie picking system. We're taking turns. You pick a movie, we pick a movie. You pick a movie, we pick a movie. If you are just, if your system is just, I'll just lie and say that I've seen that Western, which like, no, you haven't. And I'm sure you're not even convincing them. They're just going to name another Western. What are you going to do? Say that you've seen every single Western? This isn't going to work, John. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen all of these like 1950s films. They're like, that's crazy because before you hadn't. And now all of a sudden you've seen all these movies. <laughs> yeah. It's just not going to work. Oh, interesting. He need, they need to. And maybe Alex needs to help out a little bit and be like, all right, you guys, enough with the like the spaghetti movies. Like, we're going to take turns. We're going to go back and forth because you guys fall asleep anyway. You know how sometimes you need your partner to like say the thing because it's their parents? Oh, we know that better than anyone. We've had multiple cases of partners keeping their mouths shut. Yeah, it's not helpful. You have to say the thing. Like yeah. if we're visiting my parents and my dad tries to pick a movie, I'm like, no, I'll literally grab the clicker from his hand because he has sleep apnea. He's going to fall asleep in five minutes. So yes, John, you're guilty because lying's not going to work long term. Yeah. You need to find a way, you and your partner, to do this. Yeah, I I completely agree. Like, I actually never thought to, of all people, I should know this. Like, speak up if you're not comfortable with something. Like, before you factor in a lie to the solution. Yeah, jumping to lying. Yeah. But such a good point about Alex. Like, 
And I completely, like, I agree. If I bring a friend home and, like, I can see my parents coaxing them into something that they don't want. Yeah. And this happens to me when I go to my best friend's house. Like, I'll be locked into a conversation with their grandpa, who's basically my grandpa. I love him. But, you know, the story could take an hour. And we, my friends and I have shit to do. We developed a system to, like, pull me out of that conversation so that we could go on with our plans. Yeah. While respectfully, you know, lending an ear to our grandpa, basically. Yes. You know, um, so great point. And I guess very quickly... Is Alex guilty? Um, yes, Alex is. Uh, 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 no, Alex is not guilty. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do better, Alex, I suppose. Yeah. Is John guilty? No, sorry. We'll go to the in-laws. Or is in-laws guilty of uh, force-feeding movies and sleeping halfway through? Nope. Why? Well, I mean, they're just <laughs> they're just doing what... They're just kind of doing what boomers do. They're like, you'll love this movie. And then they're falling asleep. Somebody has to tell them not to. But you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that they're guilty of a petty crime. Okay. You know, like having somebody visit your house and being like, you've got to see this movie. I'm like, you're adorable. You can do no wrong. Fine. You're ruling. (laughs) Like scratching my legs. (laughs) No, I, I honestly, I take the most beef with John. Okay. And I'm, I'm prepared to double back to that too. Well, part B of John is. Uh, you know, guilty obviously for what he's his lies. Yeah, which will catch up with him. I'm soon. I'm I'm assuming. Is he also guilty of carrying the lie past his in laws into anyone he talks to in life now? Completely. Yeah. And I will say, John, you're playing a dangerous game, buddy. You live in Los Angeles. People love talking about movies. Oh. Somebody asks if you see a movie and you go, "Yeah, I have." They might be trying to have a conversation with you for the next forty minutes about it. Ooh. And some of these are like it's like this. They're sort of testing your vibe for like mm-hmm. personal professional reasons you shouldn't lie about seeing movies in la Ooh, or anywhere oh, anywhere but yeah la specifically fantastic point like people are gonna and i'm similar like what's your favorite scene oh what was your favorite performance mm-hmm. they're gonna want to dive deep because that's a lot of people's passion and profession out here yeah and then furthermore oh man john buddy <laughs> if people keep saying to you you need to see, what was the, your example, Griff? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yep. Just watch Pulp Fiction already. If everyone keeps saying you need to see it, you need to see it, you need to see it, and you keep lying about it over and over and over again, just quietly, quietly, take a little bit of time, watch Pulp Fiction, make things easier on yourself. Yeah. I, I say that you're guilty, John. <laughs> guilty. And, and a new <laughs> element of this podcast is oh, that yes. we are not just giving a guilty or not guilty verdict, we're mm-hmm. also providing a punishment to fit the crime. Right, because we're judges. We can't just sit up with our judge gavel yeah. and say guilty and not issue a like a punishment. Yeah, That's we have to say, like, works. what are you doing? Are you doing community service? What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. Will you dish out that punishment or should I? I think the person that's listening should, right? Yeah, Yeah. I'm ready. How do you think... How do you think John should be punished? John's punishment in the petty crime court of law is that he has to watch every single movie he has ever lied and said that he's already seen. Oh, I love that. That's going to be, I mean, that's going to be at this point, hours of community service, petty crimes, community service. Let the punishment fit the crime. (laughs) And you know what, pal? You might just find that you really got something out of it because you might actually really like these movies. Yeah, spaghetti (laughs) westerns might be your cup of tea. Oh, yeah, that'll be the worst because of all of those months of times that he lied at the end. It's just like three months of Clint Eastwood on screen, like (laughs) graveling. (laughs) That's that's an amazing point. I think that's very fitting for John. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't like it, John. 
I think quickly to close it out, are people in general guilty of guffawing over someone else not having seen a movie that they love? Or is it just their appreciation for the art? I think it's just their appreciation for the art. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? So I, it's funny because I use Pulp Fiction as an example. Yeah. Because I, oh my God, I have not seen Pulp Fiction. And so I'm an actor. I live in Los Angeles. That's, see, Ben is off camera. See, Our producer is dragging me through the mud right now. I haven't seen it. And people react to me that way every time I say I haven't seen it. But I like, I'm okay saying I haven't seen something. Right. But you're right. Like I always have it on my list to be like, I literally just scrolled past it last night. Just watch it so people will yeah. stop fucking doing that. And well, I can't do it. That's our movie club of the week. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yeah. Got, we're all watching Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Come I, over to my house. Next, uh, uh, by next episode, I'll have watched it. Awesome. Yeah. Fitting crime, quirky punishment. I like that. You also writing an email, writing in when you've overheard something is really fun to me. That was a, that was a joy. I just, yeah, it had to be said and uh, I'm willing to put the effort in. Oh, by the way, my favorite movie, I guess I've seen Moulin Rouge the most. Ah, uh, great movie. And I love it. What's your favorite movie quickly? Yeah, uh, Princess Bride. Oh, duh. Which I have seen, so don't force me to watch it. It's pretty good, right? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for some criminal or minimal? <sighs> Almost always. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. Oh, this is great. This was submitted by listener Ty. <clears throat> criminal or minimal? Surprising your friends with a round of shots. Oh, <laughs> circumstantial. Yeah, meaning it's a birthday. It's it's good. It's a good vibe. You're not like pushing anybody off of the end of Ni Niagara Falls. Oh yeah, like this will break you tonight. <laughs> this last shot. Yeah, circumstantial. Okay. What do you think? Um, I think it's minimal, so long as the person buying the round, because right, it's a surprise. So long as the person buying the round is okay if someone that's being given a shot turns it down. Yes. Because if it's a surprise and someone, to your point, does not want to be pushed off of Niagara Falls, they know their limits. Yeah. You have to accept that they'll say no and eat that cost, that whatever amount of money you spent for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't want a shot depending what time of night it is. Yeah, but I don't mind if you come up to me with a tray. Just know yeah. that like I might hand it to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yes. Criminal or minimal? Course correcting a hairdresser halfway through a haircut if you can tell they're not on the right track. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to say minimal. And you're, I mean, A, you're paying for a service, so you should get the result you want or the product you want. B, your hair is kind of fucking important. It's <laughs> a huge part of your look. I buzz my head. And by the way, someone called me bold the other day. They referenced me as a, the tall, bald man. Who, what's his name? I'm bald by choice. Anywho, your hair is part of your look. And I know that my friends that have hair like you, like a bad haircut can really fuck up their, a few weeks for them. Mm. So I think just if you're doing it respectfully and not being like, oh, you fucking suck. Can you do it this way? Yeah. Like course, course correcting, I think is a great term. So minimal. Do you mm. agree? And has um, it happened to you before? I I sort of agree. There's this saying I've heard hairdressers say, trust the process. Oh. Where they're like, leave it be. Like, we haven't done the toner yet. I don't want to hear that it looks mm. brassy. Like, we're, can you relax? Like, trust the process. And I think if you're in excellent hands, you should be able to. But you're not always in excellent hands. Sometimes sometimes you're at a hair salon that's called the hair port. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is where I used to go. 
And I will say now your hair looks amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a good point. Like they're the professionals. They see the they see the journey. You yep. don't. Great one. All right. Criminal or minimal? Stocking stores with Halloween decor when it's still August. Minimal. Because you love Halloween. Just, you know, it's gotta start it's gotta start some point. <laughs> So like mid-August is fine? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. And uh, you know, my good friend Erin Farrington always tells me, you you guys, she yeah, just last night she goes, you guys, you got to go now. You got to go now and get the home decor because it's going to sell out. <laughs> That's very true. I mean, this is more an impression of Erin's mother than Erin, okay, but yeah. like, oh, you guys got to go. We got to go get the decor now because it's going to sell out. Fair. I know. By the time I go Halloween shopping, it's all gone because of people like Erin's mom. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I believe that. Okay, criminal or minimal? Opening a friend's refrigerator the second you get to their house, just to kind of see what's good. Criminal. Oh, criminal. And I've for sure seen people do this. I do that. <gasps> you did steal one of my noodles the other day. What are you talking about? Remember when I brought uh, spaghetti to the pool? Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of just grabbed my fork and started eating my spaghetti? I didn't think it was a big deal. Well, that's why you would open a fridge when you go into an apartment. Yeah, every time I go to my friend Zach's house, I eat a pickle. Oh, oh my God. He has to have pickles there from now on. Uh, I'll say criminal, but I think that's uh, that's quirky, especially <laughs> knowing you. That's funny. And it's, you know, criminal it's low stakes. and quirky. <laughs> All right, one, one, one more for me. Okay. And if you have one more, give it to me. But <laughs> I forget what friend messaged me this okay. as a criminal or minimal. So sorry if I'm not giving you uh, authorship. Having casual sex with your vet. Oh, I know what friend this was, and I purposely left their name out. That's why. Like a veterinarian, not like a, a veteran. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm very much for having sex with soldiers, by the way. Having no, having sex? casual sex with your veterinarian. Veterinarian? I don't know. I'm, I, I'm like, I think it's minimal. I, I'm like, the patient is an animal. There's, <laughs> I don't know. There's no like HIPAA violation, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I say minimal. Just know that at some point you might have to get a new vet. Or really commit to doggy style. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh we should probably end there. Yeah, huh? all right. Yeah, well, yeah. goodbye. Bye. <laughs>